The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Media Mash, a roundtable of Cowboys insiders dropping wisdom and offering sizzling takes on the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now your host, Newey Scruggs. Here we are. It is time for the Media Mash, the draft show edition. <laughs> we don't do the draft. They got. They got. Yeah, we don't do the draft. No, that's gonna be another show which they do I'm, here. I'm, on, I'm not a draft nigga. This is the sad singing, slow walking edition. Yes, yes. This is the aftermath oh. edition. Uh, Clarence Hill for Orstar Telegram. We got uh, Jacques Taylor, uh, Jacques Talk. Check his podcast out and uh, former longtime Cowboys beat writer here. So I'm Newey Scruggs. What a what a what a what a mess. 48. 32. That is not indicative of the score. Really, what happened in the game as the Green Bay Packers came into Jerry World and stomped out the Cowboys. They were down 27 to nothing before halftime. What was? What will be? Clarence Hill start. Well, the bottom line is this: that was the worst playoff loss in Cowboys history. So it was the most embarrassing, painful playoff loss of. Jerry Jones' tenure. I know we go back to 2007 and a disappointing loss uh, against the Giants and everybody went to Cabo. But that was a ball game. But that, exactly. The, the, the no-show performance, the inability to compete, the quitting, the, again, getting down 27 or nothing, to go out there and just get your doors blown off at home in front of a whiteout that became quickly a blackout of the Cowboys' season. <laughs> that became a knockout. <laughs> and, you know... <laughs> I just don't know where you go from here. It's just, it's just, there's, there's, there's unconscionable, inexplicable. That team is not 48, 32 better than the Cowboys. The Cowboys were better all season, but to deliver a performance like that, you know, everything is in question. It has to be in question because you got out coached, you got out schemed, you got out prepared. I've said two years ago, you know, and, and the thing about it is, the Cowboys the only team in the last three seasons. Um, in 2021, and now to have a home playoff game as their wild card team and lose the only one, the only favorite wild card team at home and lose. And then Mike McCarthy said, We weren't prepared, we weren't ready to click. Guys were not, you know, focused going into the game. I'm like, How do you let them walk out of that locker room before the game without shaking the raptures, you know, shaking the. The, the stadium and say, wake the hell up. And this game, they didn't show up and they didn't compete from the outset. No, they got slapped in the face, man. Open hand slapped. Now, I'm going to my notes here. Because one, one of my boys has been saying for weeks, privately, I don't trust him. I don't trust him. I said, why not? Why don't you trust him? He said, because trust requires Time, proof, and consistency. Why are you smiling, man? <laughs> That's Coach Kevin Eastman. But you, you so know, if you Kevin so Eastman. if you if you look at the Cowboys over a period of time, even if we take like I don't I don't personally I don't like to mix errors. So I, I I give McCarthy blame McCarthy for McCarthy's stuff. I don't throw Garrett's stuff on him and Wade's stuff on him. But get but McCarthy's stuff. This is twice. In two years, two and twice in three years, man, where you're talking about your team wasn't ready to play at the start. Right. And, you know, I don't care about the pregame speech, but it's something during the week that you didn't get done 
because at this point in the season, you ain't got no, you ain't got no answers for the zone busters. Like we can both, all of us can sit here and say they're not gonna give him a lot of man if they smart. They'll make him beat the zone and see if he can be patient and work through it. Well, he, I mean, you know, I think the most disappointing aspect, other than the lack of preparedness from the coaching staff, was uh, as much as I like Dak. I mean, he played awful, man. He played jittery. He didn't look like that dude. And normally he, he gives you that dude or whether he plays good or bad. But And then after the game, to say, out uh, the game, my mind sped up. Doug, you in your ninth year. Yeah, you playing. ninth year. You, you playing too fast. 100 games. Him, him saying he playing too fast, that was, that was certainly disappointing. Again. I admire the honesty. Yeah, but. well, sometimes he's too honest, you know, and, and that gets him in trouble. But, yeah, just like saying, you know, blame me. Well, they're already going to blame you, okay? Yeah, you don't get no credit for that. Add me to that list. You don't get no credit for that. You was out on that list. You know, you follow the sword, though. You don't get no credit for that. Nah. But, but yeah, he, he, he was too honest. And, again, you right, there's no excuse for, for not for, – for being, you know – I guess too hyped up or whatever you want to call it. You know, do we need to get a shrink on the sideline? Because you know what, they have the, one. The, the, the kid on the, they have one. Okay, on the sideline. Well, what do we always the, say? The kid on the other side wasn't hyped up. The kid on the other side ready to go. Just like in the San Francisco game when they was all nervous and the 49ers out there with a meat box. You know, <laughs> and they, see they're loosey goosey ready to play. My problem with the Cowboys again, you, you know, I'm mean, you cut you off. Clearly, Green Bay. Scheme and game plan the Cowboys. That old cross the hall, self scouting, whatever the Cowboys claim they do. They didn't do it before the playoff game because Green Bay basically tailored the game plan for the Cowboys. The Cowboys said, We're going to do what we do. And doing what you do, going into the playoffs. But they didn't really do what they do. They well, came out trying to run the ball, like Kyle no, tried to say. No, I'm, I'm talking about. Defensively, you gonna run. Yeah. You gonna run this 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 little man defense. This little man defense and Green Bay scheme that defense. They scheme that. Oh, you so, this would we we got a plan. We're for gonna you. do just like Buffalo. We got said we gonna scheme it for Buffalo, got, not we, fall we, into we, it. We, we got a plan for you. And, and and offensively, you know, you know, you your Dak didn't play. CD was awful from the start. We got to put all of them in that category. Have we figured out what was wrong with CD from the jump? I mean, because mentally he was he was getting pushed around. He was dropped. I mean, none of that makes any sense. And again, when it, when it's everybody, you have to go to the top. It, it, what is going on with the coaching staff? Not mentally getting. I mean, they big boys. They've been eight. You're right. But somehow you have to reach these guys to get these guys ready to go in their biggest moments because they have disappointed. Let's not uh, let's not take number number eleven off the list. All of that, yeah. yeah. Number eleven didn't do nothing. He, he, he didn't even talk after the game. Well, he didn't talk. I mean, that's you. You know, you you and cannot be the superstar in the face and be effing phenomenal or go home. Yeah. And then when you're not phenomenal, you don't have, disappear. You, you don't. Yeah. You you can't you be that. accountable, man. If 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 you want all the money. And you want all the defensive player of the years, and you want all the responsibility and all the accolades. You gotta take the other stuff, man. Accountability. You gotta be like your quarterback. He can fall on the sword, but you know he was there to fall. Uh, he was not alone. The accountability factor. People not wanting to talk. Tank Lawrence didn't want to talk. So yes, it, it was there. That, that gets I, on my nerves from your from your best guys. Like I still like. Are you really gonna send that Turpin? And TJ Bass. They didn't send them out. Okay, first I of mean, all, they didn't know. send them out. The locker room was open. We yeah. was there for an hour, longer than I expected. Monday. That was on Monday. We, we, right. They didn't send them out, but everybody, the they, you know, they had meetings. But everybody who came through the locker room, the other guys right. didn't even show up in the locker room. Those are the guys who came through the locker room. How so they didn't, quote unquote, send them out. Yeah, how are those going to be your representatives? They, they, <laughs> I mean, so, come on, man. I'm looking at. The Cowboys down to Green Bay, 27-0 in the second quarter. And I went back to see some of their other 
Big time losses this year, blowout losses. Arizona, they found themselves down 21 to 10 in the second quarter. San Francisco, they found themselves down 21 to 7 in the second quarter. And in Buffalo, um, they found themselves down 21 to 3 in the second quarter. Arizona, San Francisco, Buffalo, those were all road games. And then here it is in the house where your house, where you won 16 straight games. When it's playoff time and it mattered the most, you came up and you laid down big. This is where Mike McCarthy in his meeting with Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones is going to have to explain what has happened here in this situation. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. That's like a thousand. It was like, it I'm was, sorry. It was 500, but it kept going on. This is I'm bad. sorry. Coach Prime, in you so hard. How many, win, you, how many wins? But, uh, how many wins? Stop! 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 <laughs> Stop you started. I, I, you know when, you, when he's the standard, you got to take. You got to put so, it all in there. So, so yesterday, <laughs> Monday night broadcast, RG three is up here trying to pump up one more time. Why Deion Sanders needs to be head coach? I'm Texas Swagoo. Get him. Put put him I'm in listen, the head. I love you. Listen, we are all. I, I like Deion, but come on, we we got to stop this. It, 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 it was from Stephen A. Tom he should be the coach at Alabama. To, 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 you know, I mean, we got to stop this. We got to stop I, it. The problem is, you know, I, I don't take any of that stuff serious. So I've, I figured out when something pops up on my phone that involves Stephen A. Smith, I, I in the Cowboys, I just I get rid of it. Yes. So I never see it. But I was watching the game, the you know, the pregame for Tampa and Philly, and and there's, you know, they're talking. Everybody's talking sensical, and then here comes RG3 with that. And then here's Swagoo, a man who's played for Jerry Jones and yeah. played for Bill Parcells, and, and they're talking about the whole Belichick factor, and he's trying to talk. And then RG3 going to come jump off the top rope with, with Prime. and No. Stop. He don't even want to coach pro Well, he don't want to coach football, but he's done nothing to earn the right to coach pro football on top of that. So, Let's be honest. So you're talking about. Even if he wanted to. You're talking about Bill Belichick, a man who's participated in 20% of the Super Bowls that have ever been played and won <laughs> six of them. And here's RG3 talking about Dion. And, yes, maybe you should send him a copy of the book, Coach Prime, The Making of Men, <laughs> where you talk about, and Clarence, you've talked about it, Dion has said he doesn't want a coach in the NFL, that his mission is to work with kids. But apparently RG3 didn't get that. He's no, it's, it's, all about, engagement. it's all, it's all about engagement. It's all about engagement. You know, we cook. You got to go to the You got to go to the milk. You got to go to the milk. You got to go to the milk. That's why he had Kaniga on the show. Stop. Just something just stop, RG3. But but Mike McCarthy, and we talked about this on the players left. I like Mike McCarthy. And I we all do. I defended Mike McCarthy last week about his job and an appreciation. Everybody did. Jacques, you've always said to me, sports is fluid. And we talked about this on the Media Mash all through the year about context. The context in which this game was lost and Mike McCarthy is the head coach and play caller has now opened up his job status. Well, yeah, that's, that's why. That's what... You know, that's what Clarence was talking about when Jerry said we're going to take it game by game. It was all about context. If we lose 47-45 on the last 60-yard field goal, we're disappointed. We can live with that. You lose 31-30 you lose in a thriller, you can live with that. 24-17, you can live with that. You can't live with this one. And I don't know if you could live with the other ones because right. no one saw them – Losing. You know, when he right. said game by game, he never thought they'd lose in the first game. First of Nobody all. Nobody Okay, he never said, you know, maybe second game, third game. Never thought they'd lose in the first Not game. The so, so I don't know. I don't know. 
anything on the first game would be suitable, but certainly not getting your doors below. But but the bottom line is this, you know, my understanding, you know, talking to my people, Jerry had assured Mike McCarthy during the season he was good. Yeah, that goes along with what I've heard. Yeah, so he sure he was good during the season. In fact, he was telling people last week, I don't know what I was just talking about, I'm good. Exactly. And, you know, and just talking all of that. But all that was before that unconscionable loss, that Jerry's words, most painful loss, most I'm biggest floored. disappointment, floored. When you use those words, our bets are off. And that's why sports is fluid. And he's opened up that door. Yeah, I mean, you and so well, yeah, because the com- whether he keep his job or not, the conversation is going to be had about should he keep his job. Yeah, and it's gonna be and and and, and this is my thing. Like I said, we we all like Mike, you know, and I think he's and done I a great he's done job. A like job. and like and like Jordan Lewis told us, you know, look look where we were before. We were going eight and eight, and we weren't getting the playoffs. He got twelve wins season. He, this team has improved. The franchise has improved. The thing that Jerry has to decide is like we know when he went to Bill Parcells. What do you sell a fan base going into next year if you run it back? Because this fan base is more disillusioned, and you say you can't put what Garrett did on to this I whole said, thing. That's what I don't do. I'm just saying this is it's not about putting that on. It's 28 years of futility that the fan base is putting on this team, this franchise, this point going forward. No, I think that, and, I, and, and, and so what for reasons? I, I can see that as reasons why they play tight. You know, and so it, it's all of that. But I'm just saying, what do you? How do you sell this? How do you package this and say next year will be different? And you know, he the hope seller, running. So you know, how do you sell this? And, and so I'll take it from a different standpoint. From selling, it's going to be the defense coordinator you sell <laughs> into, and what I talked about on the last show is asking that question. Do we need someone else to take this to move it forward? I remember when Dwayne Casey was fired by Toronto. He won the NBA Coach of the Year. I disagree. Like, come on, how can you fire this guy? Well, Masai Ujiri hired Nick Nurse. They ended up winning the NBA championship. Let me finish. They got quiet. Let me finish. (laughs) You, Kevin Durant got hurt. You, also, yeah, you, had, you had Doug Collins, <laughs> yeah. who, who was coaching the Bulls, and, and they were going far in the playoffs, the Eastern Conference Finals. And then he fired him, and he brought in, he he brought in uh, Phil Jackson, Mark Jackson, good coach, win the fifty-one season. They get rid of him at Gold State. They bring in Steve Kerr. If you're Jerry Jones, these are the questions you have to ask. And if Philadelphia decides to move on from Nick Sirianni and they want to interview Bill Belichick, now how would Jerry feel like, hey, man, not only is that, I mean, this guy could be coming into my division. We know how Jerry thinks. Remember how Jerry wanted to keep Deion Sanders away from get, get, him, get him out of San Francisco? These are the situations. I mean, this is what, what Mike McCarthy's now put himself into that Jerry and Steven are going to say, what about over here at door number one? What about door number two of Mike Vrabel? Do we bring Mike back? If we bring Mike back, what are the changes and how do we do it? This is not as simple as, as you said, Claire, let's just run it back. There are going to be changes, and he's going to look at all these doors because he has to. Yeah, and, and, and I'm glad. And, and so those NBA examples, I, I, I don't know if there are any in the NFL where you say, this guy didn't get it done, I make the change to coach. And, Tony and, Dungy to John Gruden? I think that was a playoff team already. And I, I, I mean, I, I don't – because Tony Dungy went and won Indy. I think they were more than just John Gruden because that team quickly fell off after John Gruden left. But they won immediately. Yes, they they, the they, they, they quickly fell off after John Gruden. But, yeah. We, but the goal was accomplished. We can't get it done. Let's go bring in somebody and get us yeah. over the top, and it happened. 
I don't, again, it happened. I think it may have happened anywhere in the dungeon. I don't know if, if Gruden was the immediate, but yeah, you, one plus one is two. Um, you go back to Andy Reid. He couldn't get it done in Philadelphia. They, we, we're tired of this. We're doing the same old, same yep. old. He goes to Kansas City and he gets it done, and he's now considered and the right coach, up there one of the greatest coaches ever. And the coach they replaced him with won a Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, so it, it's, it's, yeah. Before he did. Yeah, he, he did. He, he did. But, you know, um, so it's it's fluid. It's more than just that. It's, it's, it's a lot that goes into that. But but these are all questions on the table. And as we're talking about the coach, we got to talk about the quarterback. You know, and, and, and how do you go forward? And I don't know if, you know, we'll talk about that after the break, you know, you know when, when we come back. But there are questions of what can you, if there's anything you can do about the quarterback. But it's a question. These, these are conversations that have to be had. Let's have a, the quarterback conversation also – for the frustrated fan out there, let's set some things up so they have a better understanding because some people out there talk about trade Dak. And there's some contractual things here for the Cowboys. It probably means that will not happen. Clarence Hill, Jack Taylor, New York Scruggs, Media Match, right here on DallasCowboys.com Radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Don't put off getting your oil changed, Dallas. Take 5 Oil Change. A proud partner of the Cowboys is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. You can take advantage of Take 5's fast, friendly, and simple service at any of their locations across the Dallas area. And remember, at Take 5, you stay in your car because they're faster than you think. Take 5, the official oil change of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites in a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code Cowboys VIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code cowboys VIP. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back, 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 back to Media Mash. Here we are in the Media Mash. All right, the Cowboys end up uh, taking that loss to 
Green Bay at home in the wild card round, 48-32. Jock Taylor, Jock Talk Podcast, and he wrote the book Coach Prime. Used to cover the Cowboys full-time for the Dallas Morning News, ESPN.com. He got Clarence Hill, the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Uh, the Packers scored on six of their seven drives to start the game. It went touchdown, punt, touchdown, punt, punt, touchdown, 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 touchdown. Yikes. Um, Cowboys, on the other hand, went uh, punt, interception, punt, interception, touchdown, field goal, touchdown, downs, touchdown, touchdown, downs. Um, and it didn't even really look that way because by the time <laughs> the third quarter hit the competitive phase, the football game was really over. So, Dak Prescott is rightfully catching the heat. This is what happens. You you want to make $40 million a year? People are expecting you, the quarterback, to be a difference maker in the football game. Cam Newton said that Dak was a bus driver and he was not a game changer in a game like that. Somewhere Dak Prescott is going to hey, have man. to take all the criticism that comes with it. So now, here's the question. Going forward, what's next? What do you fix? Fix. He has a no trade clause. He will be paid according to the contract fifty nine point. Well, that's the cap figure. I mean, yeah, the no. cap figure fifty nine million next year. And then the and the dead cap hit is sixty one million dollars. Yeah, yeah. So basically, the way the contract's set up, the Cowboys have to pay Dak Prescott one way or the other. Well, so cutting him and, and eating sixty one million dollars is just something we don't see happening. So this means he's going to be back, and most likely he's going to get a contract extension. Yeah, let me Correct. let me let me just put the business out there. Okay, he has a fifty last year of his contract. Mm-hmm. And he has a $59 million cap hit next year if he's on the team. You can't trade him. You can cut him. You cut him, it's a $61 million cap hit. Now, you probably could split that over two years. Right. But it's a $61 million cap hit to cut him, and you and you get nothing for him. Uh, or you can let him play into his last year of his contract under the $59 million cap hit, which means that you can't really do any business and sign other guys because of the $59 million cap hit. Or you can sign him to an extension, as Jerry has said he wanted to do and has said before the season and said many times during the season that was the plan uh, so you can lower the cap figure to prepare to sign the C.D. Lamb and Michael Parsons and all the all those guys you need to sign. Uh, point of reference, the Cowboys created this problem for themselves. Dak has all the leverage. So oh, all the leverage. So if you want to say, I don't want to do it, let him. Fine, I'll go into my last year of contract, and I guarantee you we can say, what you want about Dak? If he goes to last year's contract, he's going to put up decent numbers. He will be with New Orleans or Oakland or somebody else with big money, and somebody's going to swap him up right quick. And, what you know, he could do a Matt Stafford and go somewhere and win a suit, but we don't know. But he has all the leverage. And this is because – the Cowboys did not do themselves right when Dak, on his rookie deal, they should have signed him early. They let Carson Wentz get signed. They let Jared Goff get signed. They let the, the quarterback market go from $20 million to $40 million overnight. You know, when they were dragging their feet on getting Dak done. And so he and his agent got all the leverage, and this is where you are. But these are all questions. It's, 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 it's a tough pill to swallow because they never want to tear it all down and do a rebuild. And this is a team right now that's say what you want about the playoffs. They they're a team that's a playoff team that can win and get back to the playoffs. They never want to do a rebuild. But the question is not getting to the playoffs. The question is getting to the Super Bowl. Do you believe Dak is a guy who can get you to the next level? And if you don't, how much do you invest in that going forward? And now the problem is you're fighting history because if I'm not mistaken, it's Peyton Manning. 
is Matt, uh, who's the guy with the, uh, I'm having an old man moment, quarterback in Atlanta. Matt, Matt Ryan. No. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Matty Ice. And uh, old school Ken Anderson. I'm the only catch who's been with one team for a decade, nine years along, and took their team to a Super Bowl. All the quarterbacks who played, them the only three that played nine years with one organization and then took them to a Super Bowl. So you fight in history if you believe that Dak is that guy. Now, the other problem is... Oh, you follow in history. Depends on how long you're fighting. Right. <laughs> Depends on your perspective. The year Matt Ryan went was the year that Dak had the number one seed. <laughs> Just to let you know. But, then, you know, my, my question is always, when you talk about quarterbacks, quarterbacks really have no guarantees. You can take them number one overall, don't mean right. they can play. You can take them number two overall, don't mean they can play. And once you start the quarterback journey, it could be seven or eight years from Aikman to Romo, or it could be one year from Romo to Dak. It could be 20 years from Jim Kelly to Josh well, Allen. It could be how long since Joe Namath retired for the Jets. Yeah, and see, that, that's, and that's the problem because there's no answer out there. Everybody said, well, get rid of Dak. For who? Who, who are you going to bring in? You can't, you're not in, you're, you're 24. You, you can't draft one. Okay. Somebody told me Michael Penix is going to be there at twenty four. Okay. I laugh. And 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 how long he going to stay healthy? I mean, he, I mean, he he was out there like Eric Dickerson in the championship game. You saw them pads he had on. He had a neck razor. I mean, he, and he's twenty seven years old. Twenty seven. <laughs> you know, he old as Dak right now. He had all them pads on. How long he going to stay healthy? Okay. But I mean, but there's no guarantee. There's no pads to say. If I get rid of Dak, this is going to be the guy. The problem None. is there's no pair doesn't pass. If I keep Dak, this is going to happen. <laughs> so it, it, it's, it's all up. And these are all legitimate questions. I think that the Cowboys have no choice but to continue to pass forward Dak, which is why you have to hope that, like the Manning and a situation, that the coach comes in and makes a difference. Look, then uh, the coach comes in and makes a difference. Yeah. This is the situation the general managers put the team in. Dak Prescott is going to finish top three in the MVP voting. No doubt. And so second team out pro pro bowl his money. So the question becomes: That's where we go back to where Mike McCarthy, despite being the play caller who got Dak Prescott to this, your Jerry Jones is now going to have to ask himself because he is the owner and the general manager: Do I need a different voice? Do I need another somebody else to take this young man from this point, as you said, over the hump to the next thing? That is the question that has to be solved, especially because just, just as you put it. For them, they've given him all the leverage, which basically means he's going to be back. So if he's going to be back, how do you help the quarterback not have another playoff meltdown yeah. where you're sitting here saying at the end of it, as you did this year with Green Bay and last year against San Francisco and the year before that against San Francisco, what the heck happened to my quarterback? And, and, and one other thing, because people keep asking me about Trey Lance, and because they trade with Trey. What about Trey Lance? What about Trey Lance? You know, like, like, I, like I tell people, you know, when, and not that he is Patrick Mahomes, but when Patrick Mahomes was in Kansas City's rookie year and Alex Smith was starting, the, the streets was talking. You, you told the me streets that. were talking the, when Tony Romo was here. The street was talking. They would say, "Oh, this, yeah." I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you even a worse, even yeah. a same type of example of um, a much lesser player. Right. The streets was talking about Blake Jarwin. Yeah. When he was here. Right. And then when he got before he got hurt, he was like, "Oh, that's what they was talking yeah, about." Yeah. The streets was talking. Ain't no streets talking. Uh, listen, I was love talking about Jordan Love. Huh? Was any was the streets talking about? I don't Jordan know what Love? they was talking about. Up there I wasn't paying attention like that. I mean, right. but but they drafted him in the first round, so that was still potential. I'm just saying for a guy. 
you know, and 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 clearly they liked him because they decided to move on, and they they so you know. But what I'm saying is, ain't nobody talking about nothing that we've seen from Trey Lance in practice. You know, the reps, whatever. Nothing might say, ooh, I like that throw. I like the, you know, he, the set, yeah, whatever. Scott team, it was, Scott team was putting it on. I, yes, I no one said, and they, you know, again, you know, people talk about when, when, when Dak was hurt, when Romo was, not that there was running Scout team, how he was killing them, you know, in, in 2016 when Romo got hurt. When you come back, how he was doing well on the Scout team. Ain't nobody, there's no streets talking. That's that's all I'm saying, and I'm not saying that and he can't. Nothing, it can't happen. But it's 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 not nothing out there to say that we need to move on to this. And what he's talking about is when the dudes are balling. If somebody like Trey Lance was really like balling in practice, somebody would pull you aside, be like, "Dog, you better check out your boy." Yes. <laughs> That's. I mean, it's like when you cover when you're out there in high schools and you got a high school and somebody says, "Hey, man, you seen that freshman out there? You need to set aside the Tuesday night go watch that freshman, dog." It's the same thing, because why ballers like ballers. And they yeah. impress them. And so when they balling, they come tell you, you need to check your boy out. All right. Uh, apparently uh, Mike Tomlin uh, told the team on the plane that he's returning to coach the Steelers. He plans right? on returning. That's what I saw. But you see, you see, you. See, his reading is comprehensive. He says, he told the team, he, he says he plans on returning. Now, does, does that mean the ownership agrees with that? Does that mean I need something more than my so, one year did? So the Steelers have not come out as ordinary. Well, yeah, that's what that's what that said. It said the child said he plans on he told the team he plans on returning. So I mean, I, maybe that's that's all the nub. But I mean, it didn't prove the organization saying he's back. No, I, I, I hear you, but can I just go through? Yeah, uh, yeah. Why I should trust that? Time proof. No, you can trust it. 1969. They 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 kind of. No, no, I agree. I agree. Years. No, I agree. I just There's you know still a difference between I will be back. And I plan to come back. Yeah, I, mean, I, was, I was just, you know, saying, you know, that he says he plans. On, so I mean, Mike, I, 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 I can tell you, Mike, Mike McCartney plans on returning next year too. He does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are facts. Because sports is fluid, baby. And I can tell you, after the season, Mike Vrabel planned on returning. That's the for daggone show. And Pete Carroll show did too. Pete Carroll told <laughs> us he was returning. <laughs> okay, I'm just telling you. You know, those are... Wow. You know, dog, <laughs> you know what, I, I, just remind me of a quick story. What? And, and, and Arizona coach told the team he wasn't going nowhere. <laughs> this happens with... Uh, it didn't happen with McCarthy. But it will, if, if they don't give him an extension, it'll happen next year, which will be, hey, Jerry, is McCarthy your coach? McCarthy's my coach. McCarthy's my coach. McCarthy's my coach. Now, you know we talk about these things at the end of the year. Ooh, coach change. And that's why you ask people the same question and get them on the right. And, and the problem is, in the same thing, with, and, and, and you have to ask these questions, you know, you never want to go into the last year. So you plan on returning, you got one you love. So you know what the question is going to be, even if he does return, until you get a contract extension, you're lame to coach. And they're going to be, after every game, after every loss, that's the headline. That's just the way it is. And so in the same thing with McCarthy, I mean, if you cannot – he did it with Garrett, but – the environment of bringing McCarthy back without giving him an extension, which he had hoped and wanted to do, and I'm sure that's what they wanted. You don't want to bring him back on without an extension. Check this out. Even Bill Belichick had a one-year extension. That's why he said, I'm under contract. I mean, earlier in the year, before it really fell apart, it was, oh, I'm not in the last year of my contract. All right, let's take a break here. When we come back, we got a real simple question for you two guys. Is Mike McCarthy back as the head coach of the Cowboys <laughs> next year? We'll dive into that next right here on the Media Mash. It's DallasCowboys.com radio. 
Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savanna. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot Rowdy cheering on the boys. And now he's on his phone, on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive. Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome back into Dear Doctor, the show where I answer life's questions with an ice-cold can of Dr. Pepper. Sheila, let's hear from my next caller, would you? Dear Doctor, my friend supported me during a tough time, but what's the right gift that says, thanks for being a soldier to cry on? Okay, this one's easy. I say, give her a delicious Dr. Pepper. Nothing says, thanks girl, better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper is the one you deserve. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find Find a location near you. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. All right, here we are talking about the Cowboys. Upset at home in the wild card round against the Green Bay Packers. Mike McCarthy now 0-2 against his former team. Matt LaFleur, the man who replaced him, has beaten him twice. This is the biggest embarrassment of all. Now the Packers go out to San Francisco. Lions get to take on Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this weekend. Clarence Hill. Jock Taylor, we just had the last segment where we pretty much agreed Dak Prescott will be back. So, what about Mike McCarthy, the head coach? Start with you, Clarence. You know, I, I don't know. And, and, and I think it's a legitimate question. I don't want to waffle here. Um, this, this is a tough thing for Jerry because he didn't want to do it. You know, and, 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 and ironically, you know, as I got into with Gary Myers over the weekend about Bill Belichick, and I didn't see this doomsday scenarios coming about Bill Belichick and whatever else. I said, if they moved away from Mike, especially with all the teams going after Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn was next in line, right? And Jerry talked about two years ago, which is one reason why he didn't do his radio show this past two years. Because it was, you know, you know, Cowboys put out the night, you know, he's gone radio silent. They put out the nice little, they told us yesterday, well, Jerry's contractually ends his radio show at the end of the season. Well, two years ago he didn't. 2021 he didn't. You know, after that. Regular season was over last week. He still did it. Yeah. But, yes. But after they <laughs> finished playing game, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. But but in 2021, after that debacle against the 49ers, he went on the radio show and would not guarantee his Mike job. And it caused a firestorm of whatever. You know, he had the Sean Payton stuff out there, and it made Mike. I, mean, I, I really believe that's when they decide, hey, we're going to stop it, you know, because we don't want Jerry to get on the radio and paint himself into a corner and do some things like that. And that's really what happened. But 
you know, Mike's not talking today. Uh, he's doing this, you know, the, the longer this thing goes, you know, every, everything's up in the air, you know, and, and you're not bringing Dan Quinn back. So, you know, Mike, if Mike. we bring you back, who are you going to be a defense coordinator? Who, who's defense coordinator? What's, what's the plan? How, how, how can we change things? You know, it, 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 it's all on the table. And, again, I just don't know how you can sell bringing, running it back to the fan base and get them enthused, encouraged, excited about the path going forward without making a change. So you're on board with making a change then, just yeah. how you finished yeah. it there. Okay, Jacques. You know, I'm like Clarence. The, the difficulty is he doesn't want to do it, and you're not just firing a coach. You're firing an offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And you look at uh, you look at the the offense that you've had. You look at the success you've had, whether it's Kellen Moore, whether it's Mike McCarthy, and you're just like, dang, do I really, you know? But I think the level of embarrassment, um, you know, I think he's trying to figure out who to hire. And so I think if you can figure out who to hire, because I don't think you want a coaching search. I think it's boom, boom. I think it's two moves. One day we announce a parting of the ways, firing. The next day, you bring your coach in. You know, you can't, can't do that. You know, you can't do can't that. Do come that. on, come on. This ain't, college, right. this ain't college football. Oh, well, you know what I mean. <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is <laughs> there, ain't no, there ain't no coaching search. This, like, this ain't Alabama. You got to get a phone call anymore. You got to bring them in. But, no, but, but again, you know I mean. my, my point is this, though, and I'm with you. But my point is this, and I'm with you, is that if you're going to make a change, you need to go and do it. You need to get on the circuit. The train is moving down the track. You you got to get on America because there's all these coaching openings. All the if if you want one of these big names, you want one of these the Bob Slowicks or whatever else, it, it, the train is moving and you cannot wait two weeks. And that's that's what I told somebody. You got you got to have your two day pity party and then you got to go ahead and do something here because uh, and, and once again, now I'll stay on the Belichick because that that is the name that we've heard uh, the most about. Bill Belichick has already interviewed with the Atlanta Falcons. And and, I, and Harbaugh with the Chargers, if, if you want to go that road. Right. And I think Philadelphia may be in the market as well, considering how bad they looked last night and the smoke that's been on Nick Sirianni. And I heard just you know recently, uh, hey, Jeffrey Lurie loves the lure of Bill Belichick. I It would be very interesting if the Eagles interview Bill Belichick and Jerry's just sitting on, sitting back there just watching it happen, and then the guy comes in his division knowing they have an affinity for each other. So I think that um, the decision has to be made very quickly. Knowing Jerry and you guys, we've all covered Jerry now for, for going on two-plus decades. He's trying to win. I mean, he told the players. Be- Belichick is if, – if there was going to be a guy that you said, okay, there's a fit for Jerry, and he says, get me this – because you've been participating twenty percent of the Super Bowls, it could be that guy. But I think it's either, to me right now. I think it's either Belichick or it's McCarthy coming back. In my opinion, it, I think those are the two scenarios I look at right now. If I'm saying who's coaching the Cowboys next year, I think it's either the hoodie or it's McCarthy. That's the way I see it. Yeah, I mean, I understand that, and I, and 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 I, I know that. My understanding, I don't know if. It, a lot of people in this building would be happy if Belichick came because sure. from the scouting department to everywhere else. I don't, I don't, sure. I, I don't, I, I think that people would not like that move. Um, and I hear you. The, the the thing that I would say that they've tried the the old school winning coach. Okay, this is a new generation. This is a new era. And and you see what 
these disciples of Shanahan and the disciples of your boy in, in the Rams and, and the way they're doing, the way they're being innovative. That's all and, Shanahan. That's Shanahan tree. That's all huh? the, I said McVay off the Shanahan tree. It's all the Shanahan All of them. All of them. Well, yeah, Shanahan. All of those guys. The McVeys and the Shanahan. I mean, the, the guy in, in, in Cleveland. I mean, the guy in Green Bay. The guy in— LaFleur's off the tree, yeah. I mean, and the things they're doing. The offensive coordinator in— in, 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 in Detroit, in Houston, and, and they, they all do things that are different and innovative and, 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 and take you to the next step. I mean, so, yeah, I get the, the Belichick thing, but I also get, you know, let's try one of these shot the toys. Now, here's the thing. And I'm just do you push, have time I, to, I'll, I'll push for back. a new coach Let me push back. and the mistakes he's going to make? Well, I mean, Off that Shanahan tree, you got one guy who's won a Super Bowl who was coaching against another guy off the tree? Who was just really as awful? Was really awful that day because <laughs> they were both bad. McVay and old boy up there with the Browns were both bad making decisions making that day. McVay just ended up winning it. So we've only really seen one dude go ahead and and and, and get a ring off that. Yeah, I mean, rings are hard to come. I'm, I'm you know, it, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, you know, Peterson got a ring, and then where is he now? It's Alpha Andy Reid treated. Yeah, but where is he now? I mean, that doesn't I mean, I, you know, I, you know, they're, they're questioning him in Jacksonville and all the moves he made. I mean, sure. you know, he, he he caught lightning in the bottle with that Eagles team, and you know, he had who was his quarterback? Nick, <laughs> Nick Foles, Nick Foles, who ain't done nothing since. I mean, you know, that was. I don't know if that's the path. I'm just saying. I, I, I think Jerry would take that. <laughs> yeah, Jerry would it, take that right now. He certainly would take that. But a lot of things fell right that day for for that to happen. But yeah, I mean, it's it's all up in there. I mean, certainly, you know, I, I think that when I talk about the, you know, and, and I, so I, I'm contradicting myself because when I talk about selling the fan base, the fan base would buy Bill Belichick. So, so this, and then you know, the disillusioned fan base that would recharge them to sign Bill. I don't know if it'll make our jobs easier. I don't know. Oh, no, it's not going to make our jobs easier. <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna have as much fun covering we, the team. We have no fun. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I covered Cowboys in, in Austin and then moving up to Cleveland and covering Belichick's Browns. I, I it was, it was a shock. Shock, and I remember we had to go into this room, and we, you know, you watched a little bit of practice. And they put you in a room, and then they had these blinds, and they closed the blinds, and and it was um, Eric Mangini and somebody else who stood outside that door <laughs> to make sure you didn't peek through the blind. It was just a whole different thing, stuff I'd never, never heard of. I was like, yeah, Vinny only talks one day a week. We mean Vinny to talk. Troy talk every day. We're talking about Vinny only talks once. You Vinny. That won anything. It was different, man. So, yeah. And for those of us who covered Bill Parcells, you thought that was, you thought that was. He wasn't bad though. Bill, the thing about Bill Parcells was, was entertaining. He, that's why they started broadcasting the the, the Cowboys. They didn't have a broadcast the Cowboys weekly press conference, daily press conference, but on radio until Bill Parcells came. We learned a lot about football. He was retained, and he, he took us down these rabbit holes when he couldn't ask the question we wanted to ask. Uh, you, but won't be, you won't be, you won't be, in, you won't that will, be in, that, uh, that, yeah, there will be short air. There will be nothing like that. It's a whole different deal. Two minute, 40 second Bill Belichick press conference. <laughs> well, we had some good time with, we had some good time with so, the Parcells uh, press you conference. Won't, you won't have no good time with 
Belichick Prescott. Who does this guy remind you of? You talk about the satellite player and all this. I mean, Gelke don't have a good time. Oh, Gelke can have a good time. You know, we have some good times. We have some good times. When the pump detector. Stopwatch or a digital stepwatch when timing is snapped back from long snapper to punter beer. It'll be different. And look, I go back to this. I can't say it enough times. It's. I really wish we weren't sitting here talking about no. Mike McCarthy, who had everything he wanted right there. I wish we didn't have to sit up here and talk about Dak Prescott with another one of these performances after having. No, and they're, they're likable people, season. and they're people you want to root for. And, and everything that Dak has gone through with his mom, with his brother, all the criticism, national criticism. I mean, you want to see a guy like that succeed. Sure. But the facts are the facts. And this the bottom line is the bottom line. Not show friends, it's show business. And this is exactly what they put out there. And so now, this is the offseason. You done gave them ammunition through. to say all the stuff that they want to say. Gave, all the stuff they've been trying yeah. to say. You that you walk, been like, hater this, hater that. You just gave them ammunition. Yeah. Right. You walked into the spider's web. And so now, the owner, who's 81 years old, has to decide what it is am I going to do. Going to do. But the pity party for Jerry cannot last weeks like it has done in the past. You've got to make a decision now because, as Clarence said, the train is rolling. The carousel of interviews is going on. Are you going to get in the game or not? They've got to make that decision. And then if they decide to keep Mike McCarthy, clearly there are going to be some changes. Uh, Dan Quinn's got a whole bunch of interviews. He may not be here. So we, we shall see. But it's been uh, it's been an interesting season, interesting ride, 12-5. and five And like Clarence and Todd Arch and other people tried to warn me, the regular season doesn't mean anything. Got to see what happens in the playoffs. I surely did not expect them to be sitting at home after game one. It is a shocker. It was a gutless effort, and they're going to be people who have to pay the price. All right, I see you yawning, so let's go ahead and end it. Thank you, Jack wow. Taylor. Thank you. Thank you. Your phone going off. So, Man, so I'm trying wow. to watch the coaches thing. I'm reading about Mike wow. Tomlin told players and coach earlier today he plans to, re- to coach them in 2024. Another source, Tomlin's given no indication of wanting to step away. He wants to just coach football. That's not the Steelers. That's Tomlin. That's all I'm reading. Okay. Thank you, Clarence. I appreciate that. Look at you. Scoop dog all on it. All right, dog team. Love you. Louis Scruggs. This is Media Mash. Thank you, Chris Bean, for uh, making the short adjustment here today. Josh as well. Thank you so much, guys. And uh, I don't know when we'll talk to you again on this show, but woo, here come the offseason right now on DallasCowboys.com radio. Earlier than we thought. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!